Cherry Hill Volvo, we have absolutely incredible offers and a plethora of both new and certified Volvos from which to choose. We are eager to offer amazingly competitive prices, plus an additional $1,000 Costco discount on all new Cherry Hill Volvos. When leasing or purchasing a new or certified Cherry Hill Volvo, you become a valued part of our team. Join Cherry Hill Volvo for the pricing and attention you deserve. I am Judith Krepnick, president of Cherry Hill Volvo. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The Rich Zioli Show on your schedule. This is the Zioli Show Podcast. The um, John Durham filing, it's its pretty amazing what they're alleging here. Now think about it from this perspective, right? They were so hell-bent on saying that Donald Trump was a Russian asset, a pawn, Putin's lackey, whatever, a spy, that what they did was they, according to the allegation by the government, they created servers that would look like the Trump campaign was communicating with Russia. And then they did the same thing while he was in the White House. And then they essentially now hacked into the executive office of the president, created fake servers there and and set it up that the president of the United States of America was communicating with Russia. This this has so many problems here, particularly now. It's also they they defrauded the government because this was done vis-a-vis the campaign and also a tech company that was hired by the government. And so then the government was defrauded. There's major, major federal crimes that are being alleged here. Catherine Herridge, who uh, is with uh, now CBS News, she used to be at Fox News. She's done a fantastic job of breaking this down. And she said, the new filing in Durham's report here, tech executive one and his associates exploited the arrangement that they had with the government by mining the executive office of the president the DNS traffic and other data for the purpose of gathering derogatory information about Donald Trump. That's uh, insane that that, that they would do this. I mean, it really is. Um, Now, Sussman, who testified in front of Congress, knowingly and intentionally misleading, defendant billed work to the Clinton campaign, deceptive statements to the media. Durham appears to further lay the foundation for more charges and broader conspiracy. Obviously, a conspiracy is when you've got two or more people who are engaged in this. I don't mean this is the sense of like the Kennedy conspiracy. I mean, a conspiracy to defraud the government, a conspiracy to violate all kinds of, you know, whenever you start doing computers and whenever you start going into other people's computers, there are major federal crimes that we're discussing here. Now, now add that up a notch and go, this isn't just a private dude anymore. Now it's the president of the United States of America. And you've got a real problem. And so the other, the other question then is how far do these charges go and what does this mean? Now, Michael Sussman is a defendant, and John Durham, who's the special counsel, they, they, they move the court to inquire into potential conflicts of interest arising from the representation of the defendant, Sussman, by his current counsel, Latham and Watkins, LLP. The government has discussed these matters with the defense and believes that any potential conflicts likely could be addressed with a knowing and voluntary waiver by the defendant upon consultation with conflict-free counsel is appropriate. 
The government believes that any waiver should be put on the record prior to trial. As set forth in, the, in further detail below, it is possible that conflicts of interest could arise from the fact that Latham, the, the attorneys, and or its employees previously represented others in the special counsel's investigation whose interests may conflict with those of the defendant. And when you go on into the events that they're discussing here, and this is all the potential spying and hacking and everything else, it's, it's, a, it's a real problem for this law firm. The defendant's billing records reflected the defendant repeatedly billed the Clinton campaign for his work on the Russian Bank One allegations. In compiling and disseminating these allegations, the defendant and Tech Executive One also had met and communicated with another law partner at Law Firm One who was then serving as general counsel of the Clinton campaign. And basically... If you think about it now, they had these cyber researchers who were in there and a lot of the and some of these cyber researchers were actually being paid by the government. And then they were going in there to and I'll quote from Durham's filing here. Researchers at a U.S. based university who were receiving and analyzing large amounts of Internet data in connection with a pending federal government cybersecurity research contract. The tech executive one from the Clinton campaign asked these re- tasked these researchers to mine internet data to establish an inference and narrative tying then candidate Trump to Russia. In doing so, they indicated that they were seeking to please certain VIPs referring to individuals at the law firm in the Clinton campaign. The government's evidence the trial will also establish that among the internet data, they were also exploiting the domain name system. Internet traffic pertaining to a particular healthcare provider, uh, Trump Tower, Donald Trump's Central Park West apartment building, and the executive office of the President of the United States of America. They had come to access and maintain dedicated servers for the executive office of the President as part of a sensitive arrangement whereby it provided domain name services, the domain name system, that's basically the all the numbers of the various sites, you know, all of these DNS numbers. Uh, and they exploited the arrangement by doing this through universities that were funded by the government on government cybersecurity grants. And this was all for the purpose of, as Doran puts in his, in his filing with the court, the purpose of gathering derogatory information about Donald Trump. And, and it goes on a lot of things of what the allegations of the, that the defendants were trying to prove. That, that essentially now that Trump had been doing stuff with Russia and blah, blah, blah. Now, the other problem with this, too, is that there may be a government agency that's involved in helping to aid the Clinton campaign in this pursuit. You know, Trump has been saying for a long time that his campaign was spied on. Well, now John Durham's saying the same thing in this filing to the court. You know, this is not a, a New York Post article this isn't a breitbart or like a zero hedge allegation i mean this is a filing in federal court by the special counsel john durham alleging major federal crimes have been committed against these by these defendants and this is no joke because remember something if durham was making this up he'd go to prison you know if somebody writes something in the newspaper and says well i think that these people were were spying on the executive office of the president to try to create a narrative that he was Russian and blah, 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 and it turned out to be knowingly false, you might be able to sue them, but most likely it would just be kind of one of those things, ah, conspiracy theory, you know what I mean? You'd have everybody on Twitter, all the blue check marks would be running out there going, this is conspiracy, misinformation, disinformation. If a government appointed, remember, John Durham is appointed by the Biden administration. 
because the Biden administration continued him as special counsel. They could have fired him. They did not. So now at this point, technically speaking, John Durham is part of the Biden administration. All right. He's part of the executive branch of government vis-a-vis the Justice Department in his capacity as special counsel. So you have the government of the United States of America in a court filing in federal court alleging these very substantial federal crimes of spying on a, on a, on a private citizen and also the president of the United States of America using wire fraud, using phone fraud, internet fraud. I mean, it goes on and on. This is some serious stuff here. This is the kind of thing that the blue check marks on Twitter can't can't scream conspiracy at. Because if John Durham was making this up, John Durham would be in, would go to federal prison, lose his law license. Every every attorney in John Durham's office who worked on this filing with him would also go to federal prison and lose their law licenses. This is some serious stuff here, and unfortunately, once again, the coverage is going to be limited to. Fox News, conservative outlets, I don't know why. It should be national news. It should be, I mean, it's, it's very, very troubling to say the least that we could spy on the president of the United States of America. How the hell does that happen? The defendant further claimed that these lookups demonstrated that Trump and his associates were using supposedly rare Russian-made wireless phones in the vicinity of the White House and other locations. They made all this up. They made all of this up to try to try to prove that the, the sitting president you mean you talk about like rallying around the president whether you like him or not these people were trying to make the world think that our president sitting in the oval office was doing the bidding of russia in the white house these people worked to try to prove that think of how dangerous that is to our country talk radio 1210 wph i have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.